welcome to the Wedding Songs Podcast, featuring newly released songs you need to know and the tried and true classics. Get song ideas from the time guests arrive until the last dance of the reception. And now your host, Matt Campbell, founder of MyWeddingSongs.com. Welcome, everybody, to the 101st episode of the Wedding Songs Podcast. Weddings are very popular in Las Vegas, as you may have heard, known as the wedding capital of the world, Las Vegas. So today's guest is Joni Moss from LV Wedding Connection, based here in Las Vegas. Welcome to the show, Joni. Well, thank you, my friend. I'm very happy to be here on this Monday morning. I'm very happy to have you here as well. And want to start off with, can you tell everybody a memorable wedding moment that you've had? You know, I get that question a lot and I have a go-to answer because it's quite comical, but there's a reason for it. So the wedding that stands out of, of all time is the wedding that these folks wanted in a parking garage. And you say, why would they want this in a parking garage? Well, they have a story. Do you remember the old Debbie Reynolds Hotel? They owned the parking structure over there and they had parking structures in Europe. So they wanted to surprise their son, who was getting married here, to do it in their own structure. But they did it in a cool way. They did the wedding at a chapel first. And then after the chapel wedding, then we took them by limousine to this parking structure all the way to the top where we had an Elvis impersonator and a gospel choir. And they did a renewal right after the wedding in a parking garage. It meant something to them. And did they have the reception somewhere else then? They did. Reception is very interesting because for our type of client, and most of those folks go to restaurants. This was a while back. And of course, every day we're ever changing in this city with new restaurants and the chefs that we have here. So the smaller groups tend to really like going to the restaurant experiences. Very interesting. Cool. Let's go ahead and tell everybody about you and your company. About me and my company. So I've been in Vegas for 32 years, actually started in the travel industry to the floral industry and then opened and ran a chapel for nine years. And then after it was sold and I moved on, I started my own company, which is LV Wedding Connection. Actually, the name is very synonymous to what we do. We connect to everybody. We're making the connection when the client calls, whether they're just needing as simple as an officiant to go to their hotel suite or planning and executing the entire wedding. But what's different about us is being in the tourism lane, we become like a wedding DMC, meaning we're assisting the client with hotel recommendations, show tickets, attractions. So we get to spend time with them, helping them plan this entire event when they're coming to Vegas. And, you know, you wouldn't believe how many people have never been here before. It's hard to believe. I was talking to somebody once and they said that the word Las Vegas is one of the most well-known, almost up there with Santa. It's crazy. That's kind of funny. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Vegas is known throughout the world. And just so you know that the people in Las Vegas actually call it Vegas. We don't ever call it Las Vegas. It's kind of funny. The Las Vegas Raiders, they didn't call themselves the Vegas Raiders. Right. Well, you know, when you talk about that, I cannot tell you how many folks internationally, when they say this is their first time here and they follow it with saying it's a dream. It's a dream for them to be in America. It's a dream for them to be in Las Vegas. And then number three, the dream is that they're getting married here. So it the light that these people exude from themselves and the happiness to be here, you can't replace that feeling. It's funny being raised in Montana, going down to the strip, it, I compare it to Fantasyland, even, even though it's like a, a two mile strip, that two mile is such a Fantasyland 
It's insane down there. And you know what? Living here 32 years, I still agree with you and feel the same because you know what? We have so much that's ever changing. You're out, you're not there for two weeks and all of a sudden you drive down and something else has popped into that space. I agree because that's one of my pet peeves is that there's no history because anything that's too old, they just blow it up and build a new. <laughs> that's right. We have new all the time. So can you give everybody an idea of, we say wedding capital of the world, how many weddings are happening in Las Vegas? Sure. Statistically, the number for last year is in about the 80,000 number overall. That's with licenses issued. But you have another segment, which is commitment and renewals. There is a commemorative renewal certificate that can be purchased from Clark County office. I'm not sure how many people really do that extra piece. So if you don't include those, I think you're looking at about a 20% more increase to that number of renewals. And you know what? Think of this. We see this so often. The renewals are sometimes so much more emotional because people have been together through through many of life's challenges and now they're celebrating we're still together. You know, we saw that so much after COVID, immediately after COVID, right? The challenges and and things that people have been through and still going through. So renewals sometimes have much of more in-depth meaning. Not to mention sometimes the first wedding was not what they chose to do. It was maybe the family chose and now they're getting to do something fun or something they really want to do. So there's many variations why somebody does a renewal for a celebration. I think that's why the county clerk said we're really not the wedding capital of the world. We're the wedding destination capital of the world. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That That is a great statement. Yeah. And just to give people an idea, that is anywhere between 200 and 300 weddings every single day. Now, of course, 11, 11, there's those specific dates. I know recently we had a Friday the 13th and that was a really busy day. So of course there are those premium days that everybody wants, but just to know that there's that many every day is unbelievable. You're right. What you just said, 11, 11 just passed this weekend. It was a busy wedding day. October 13th was exactly for us too. We were busy from 10 in the morning till one in the morning. It was just a crazy day, but you know, people are, are, are amazed when they see on a Tuesday afternoon, a lot of wedding couples walking around because in other places it doesn't happen. And you're right. We have them every day. Some days busier than others. New Year's Eve used to be a really busy wedding time many years ago. And then they started closing the strip, made it a little more difficult for picking up the client. But you have your traditional Valentine's Day is always busy. Halloween is busy for the theme people. But now you have like this year, we had two in October. We had the 13th of October and then Halloween as well. Awesome. So are, are there any common misconceptions about getting married in Vegas that you often have to clarify for couples? The most common, is this legal? We hear that all the time. Is this legal? It's hard for people to digest our procedure, how simple it is. You can start the paperwork ahead of time. They have to go to the courthouse together. As long as they're together and they have, what is the word I'm looking for? Identification with them. And it's $102. They get the license and immediately they can go and get married. And that's always surprised people. You don't have to have a blood test. You don't have to wait. And the most remarkable part is the courthouse is open every day from 8 a.m. to midnight. And most people say, oh, come on, not Christmas. Not Yes, it is. So <laughs> they're always kind of amused by that. And they're like, wow, that's amazing. But then you have to educate the folks when you have these very busy days like 11-11 and Halloween and so forth. Don't 
go there that day if you can avoid it because it's a big line. If you can get right. there the day before, you know, you're always going to get it. It's not like you're going to they're going to get there and say, we're not going to issue this. We're closing. You will get it. But do you want to spend your time waiting in line? I'm just thinking of a side question then. When couples go get their certificate, I know a lot of them are themed right now that they started fairly recently. Can they go and get their certificate, but then not file it? But now they have this cool certificate that they got their <laughs> certificate here in Vegas. Is that something that happens? Oh, that's a really good question. Okay. So from date of purchase of that certificate, it is good for one year before you use it, meaning before you get married. Maybe they're coming into Vegas now and they're not getting married, say, till next December, right? They come in now. Well, that's past the year. So if it was maybe next summer, they could get it now, hold on to that certificate until they get married. If the year passes, it's invalid. They can't use it. However, not to say some people wouldn't know that and they have tried that. I've seen it once and they presented it. And when the officiant verifies the date of issuance, it was null and void. It wasn't. They had to get another one because it, they never used it. But within the documents that they get at the courthouse, there is one souvenir document that they take home with them. So they do get that fancy one that is themed to take home with them after they're married. And then the officiant takes care of recording the other document with the state of Nevada. And the officiant has a certain amount of time that they must do that as well. A certain amount of business days that they have to without getting fined themselves that they haven't filed in a timely manner. That takes me to my next question. Can <laughs> you explain being an efficient in Las Vegas that it is a very controlled industry? Mm -hmm. That's another point to bring up because when you ask about what questions we get, that's another one. Can I bring my uncle, my aunt, my so-and-so to perform the wedding. We get that a lot. Now, there's several ways to go about that. They can do it. They can apply for a one-time permit to be a legal officiant. But time is a sensitive question on that. If you don't have enough time to wait for all of that and to do the paperwork, then take that one out of the option. Our officiants in this state are licensed by the state of Nevada. We're a tourism-driven state. And I, I think that having that is a great way because otherwise people would be coming here from everywhere, taking away the local, if you will, officiants. So the one thing is you can apply and get the one-day permit. Another way that we do it is we will say, well, you know what? If your uncle is an officiant somewhere else, we can happily have them come up and speak at your ceremony, but they can't do the pronunciation where they say, by the power vested in me, by the state of Nevada, they can't do that. But they can certainly be included in the ceremony. Most other places, Places, if you're an officiant, you can do officiant things in other places, but Nevada, you cannot. Very important to know for those couples, you're, you're not going to have the old time friend's wedding where Joey's standing up to be the officiant. And it's hard because you have to listen. I say listening is very careful because they'll slip in when you're talking about what are you needed and you don't hear that word. Well, and you're officiant. Let me tell you, oh no, we're bringing our own. Wait, stop right there because I believe it's my responsibility to share with you these rules and regulations, because if it is not done correctly and they're not married afterwards, they're going to come back to me. If I was the one assisting them, why didn't you tell me? Absolutely. What makes Las Vegas such a unique and popular destination for weddings? The first thing I'm going to say is first about what we just talked about, the ease of getting the marriage license. But anything somebody can dream up in their mind, we can create in this city. We have so many things at our fingertips. I'll give you a funny one, okay? I got a call. Well, I've had many strange calls, but and I want to preface that word strange. It's not strange. It's unique because everybody has a reason for it. But I had a young lady call me, said, I must, it was must, walk down the aisle riding a camel. And I said, no other animal. It has to be a camel. Okay. All right. 
right? So then you go, wow, all right, no horse, no camel. So we we did. We got it accomplished. It was at a private location. The camel was there. She rode in on the camel and, and he rented a, a Bentley. The groom drove in in a Bentley and she rode down the aisle in a camel. And I said to myself, and they were from Atlanta. And I said, this is why I love what I do. You get a request for a male minister to wear a Lady Gaga costume, marrying them on the roller coaster at New York, New York. On New Year's Eve, I throw those out to you to say everybody has some reason for this. We do ceremonies at Denny's. Denny's has an area that does ceremonies downtown. And people always say, well, why would they choose that? They have a reason. Maybe they met at Denny's. There's always a reason. And I think we really have to acknowledge people's ideas. And it's not crazy. We laugh about it. And we have fun with it. But it means something to them. And I think that's the fact that people can say, this is what I want. And we have so much opportunity in the city to make it happen. I think that's so important. Exactly what you said. I, I think of the getting married at Taco Bell. But if both of them work there and met there, then it makes total sense. And it's meaningful. Exactly what you said. It's meaningful to them. And that's what we want to do, right? Right. We want to give them what they want, their memory, not what we want, what they want. Absolutely. When everybody thinks of Vegas weddings, they think of Elvis weddings. What are some other unique and themed weddings? We kind of cover this a little bit, but can you go into more themes that are available here in Vegas? Oh, boy. That are popular. Here we go. That's popular. Beetlejuice, very popular. Chewbacca, he doesn't talk though. Chewbacca just makes those noises, right? Marilyn, of course, is always popular with Elvis. Slash, for the people that like rock and roll. Slash and Alice Cooper, very popular, you know, and people have their own ideas. When you when you have that, they might be sports fans. We had folks that were Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Everybody in the wedding party was in their Pittsburgh Steelers attire. And then the officiant put on a jersey to blend in with the attire. So you have themes like that where they'll ask, we're going to be all in vintage clothes. Can they, can they do that? So you have two scenarios. You have the officiant being just the character or themed. And then you have the audience participating. Rocky Horror is still popular. So now let's talk about that. Because when you have a themed character, remember, you still have to be a licensed officiant. The same thing applies for Elvis. Many people say, I want Elvis. Years ago, many Elvis impersonators were not licensed officiants. So now if you had Elvis to do entertainment, you had to hire a legal officiant to be there as well for the pronunciation and the signing of the document. Well, now many officiants have become, many actors have become legal officiants and vice versa. So now you can have one in the same. And, you know, when you have a former actor, a legal officiant, they can do an amazing job on the character because their background is theme and television and movies, and they do the, the officiant as well. So that has changed a lot in the years where many years those people were not able to sign the documents. And now they have. Time for a quick break from the show to let you know about the wedding music letter. Are you struggling to find the wedding songs that match your personality and music? style? Are you having a hard time keeping up with the new wedding songs being released? Then subscribe today to the Wedding Music Letter by going to my website, myweddingsongs.com, and clicking on the Join Now button. Every Wednesday, you'll get song ideas to build your wedding playlists. On the last day of the month, you'll get all of the new wedding songs released from the prior month. So subscribe today and join over 
7,000 other engaged couples and wedding pros by going to myweddingsongs.com and joining the wedding music letter today. Now back to the show. What advice would you give to couples considering getting married in Las Vegas? I would say, think about what your vision is when you make that call. I get a call like this. How much is it to get married in Las Vegas? You can't do anything with that question. My next question would be to them, what is your vision? So I would say the best advice for the client is, have a vision, have an idea, because when we get that call, we can suggest, but you got to give us something to suggest with. Are you wanting very traditional? Are you wanting fun? Are you wanting themed? Are you wanting in a chapel outdoors? There's so much versatility in a helicopter, you know, in the high roller, you can go on and on, but I wouldn't suggest those things to people that don't like heights. So having some kind of information of what you think you want the end results to be would be so helpful for us on the other end to be able to guide the client in the right direction. I think that exactly what you're saying is so important because there's so many different ways that you can have a wedding. And people always think of the chapels and the Elvis, but I think they really forget about places like the Bellagio. You can get married right near the fountains. There's so much luxury weddings here that are available. It's not the nickel and dime, as they would say, weddings or quickie weddings. There's so many formal 300 people weddings that I think a lot of people that are having their destination weddings here forget about. And I think you're you're right about that. We have the luxury end. Again, you have these subcategories, luxury, fun, themed, a cliche, right? You have all these lanes and people's budgets are very versatile on what they want to spend. Getting a private pod in the high roller is not the same as maybe a drive-through chapel, but not to discard a drive-through chapel. It's ha- it has its lane. When I was at uh, running a chapel, we had the motorcycle gang. We'd had probably, I don't even know how many people would come through all at one time, 100 motorcycles behind. And the first ones were the couple that was going to renew their vows. So you have many things for many people, but having the knowledge from the client to make that directive, which way we can go with you. When you talk about luxury, yes, the Bellagio, yes, the gardens at Caesar's Palace are beautiful. Chartering a private helicopter to land in the Grand Canyon to be married is is amazing. So the people that have the vision, or some people don't even know that's here, the scenic beauty that we have, Valley of Fire and Red Rock, for the people that really love the outdoors. When we get the opportunity to speak with somebody and understand what they like, I think then we can help make their vision come to reality. Yeah, the amount of information you have to have in your brain of all (laughs) of the places that are available and the opportunities, it's unlimited, overwhelming. It is, and even the chapel world, some people might say, you know, I saw this chapel on so-and-so show, I want to go there. My question would be, how many people do you have? And the answer might not fit at that chapel because some chapels only can take 15 people. I have 100 and I want to go here. Okay, let me just share with you that might not work. Having the knowledge and you're right and having a inventory in, in inside here, right, of years, let me make suggestions that's going to help you. You you want you don't want a failure. You want them to be happy. That takes me right into what does a typical wedding cost in Las Vegas? Okay, so there that that's kind of that question about are you having a hamburger at McDonald's or Gordon Ramsay? We we know around a hundred dollars for the certificate. What about so let's just go with a chapel wedding, a luxury wedding. So you have the low end, the high end, and then something in between. So the chapel packages do start around one ninety nine, but keep in mind that's not out the door. If it starts at one ninety nine and they go up to ninety nine, three ninety nine, and so forth, you still have the officiant gratuity photography 
photographer, driver gratuity, and any extras you may purchase. And a lot of people kind of never remember that part. So it starts at that, but it won't finish at that. Let's take a middle of the road, like a outdoor scenic bay, say a Valley of Fire or a Grand Canyon, anywhere from about 3,000 to 5,500 for a private helicopter wedding in the Grand Canyon. And then some other outdoor properties, about 1,500, 1,600. But when I say that, for us, with my company, everything's included, meaning the gratuities, what the figure we give you is out the door. There's not like add this, add this, and add this. Luxury weddings at, let's say, Caesars or Bellagio could be, depending on the size of the group, that's another important question. You know, is it a small group? Is it X amount of people because they only could go into that location at, at that location? So, you know, you could be in the up to $25,000, $35,000. However, is that the, we're having a reception too? We could be in the same beautiful front private terrazza at Bellagio for say $4,000. And then we're going to go for 10 of us and we're going for dinner. So then it wouldn't be as costly. You're still having a luxury experience. Or the the foundation room at Mandalay Bay where that's your reception now. You're right. Oh. Right. And then yeah, gonna... you know what? People love that. Top of the world, very popular because of the view. Mm -hmm. But again, are you, you know, is there two people? And when you talk about dining experiences, the dining experience, if it is a small group, many restaurants are now having lot of private rooms, a minimum of 10, minimum of 15, but they're getting the private experience in the restaurant. That is such a great tip for everybody because instead of having a huge reception, if you're just going to have a small wedding, small wedding being less than 20 people, I think that's so important. And the dining that. we have here is, again, just like the wedding component, so much to offer from every type of food to every type of environment. Can you offer any cost-saving tips or hacks for people that are planning their wedding? Here. Cost saving tips. I would say planning the furthest out you can. The last minute calls, which are incredibly happening a lot. Sometimes you're paying higher because you're only you're getting only what's left and that becomes a premium. So planning is better. I would say to be cognizant of is everything inclusive? Do you have other things you have to still pay? tips and gratuities and so forth that you don't visually see at the moment when you're looking at the packages or the discussion. Ask, because if you don't ask, you don't, some people won't tell you. The photos, the photo component is key. Ask about that. Most locations do not allow you to take your own photos. Of course, that's where the high dollar is revenue for the company. So be aware that if you're going to buy all your photos, it'll be a little pricey. Or do you want to buy, sometimes they'll offer you things at the front end. How about if you buy this now, even though you haven't seen them, you can get savings there. So the photo department, I would say that's a key piece to evolve deeper into when you're making a, a booking. And that's a piece that is very important to people because that's the memories that, that they have after. I think that's such an important tip. I was talking to a planner not that long ago and exactly what you're saying. It amazes me how many people are planning their wedding while they're just here visiting and they <laughs> want to get married tomorrow. And that's not, that's not uh, different. We have it all the time. I'm, I'm the planner, so it's never <laughs> going to happen with me. And you know what? You ask them why. And we had somebody last week, it was a renewal. They got married back in Australia and it was these two young ladies. They were so cute. They got married. They were on their honeymoon and they said, but we're in Vegas. It's the wedding capital. We got to do it again. So we're here. We got to do it. They just got married, but they said, let's do a renewal because of where they were. Some people are traveling for conventions and they say, oh, we're in Vegas. We're here already. We're here for work. Let's just do this. And then they take the, maybe the concept and go back home and have a big celebration party. That takes me to a tip I want to bring up is everybody thinks of 
the the TV episodes where everybody's drunk and they're they they end up getting married. That is a huge misconception. Can you set the record straight why that does not happen? Mm, sure. First of all, when you go to the Clark County office to get your marriage license, they do have the right to not go ahead and acknowledge you to get the license. They don't have to do that. And phase two, let's say you do get it and you go to the chapel. The chapels also have the right to say, we're not going to perform this ceremony. I've seen it once in all my year. I've seen it once where the chapel said, we're not going to do this. Getting drunk and all of that, I guess many people could be inebriated when they get their license, but you don't see it. But when it's overtaking and it's seen, the Clark County clerks are are looking for that because it is a legal bounding. It's a marriage. I was talking to an officiant recently and they were saying they have to be cognizant of their own actions. And if they're not, I can't marry you. And the same mm-hmm. thing goes with the marijuana lounges that are popping up soon. Mm-hmm. Same thing goes for that. If they're If they're high, then they're not cognizant of what's going on. Then sorry, I can't marry you. Right, right. We've had, not relative to that, but you just brought me back to the question of when you ask about filing the documents. We've had people that had called after they were married the next day and said, can you ask that officiant not to file the document? I've had that a few times. And the question is, no, they perform the ceremony. It's signed. It's done. They must file that document. And we were offered, this is when I was running the chapel, we were offered quite a bit of money to not do that. And you can't do that. That's illegal. They have to file it and then you have to, because they thought they said we shouldn't have got married. Okay. <laughs> then then you try to go for the annulment. There you are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is really your specialty. What are some special touches or experiences that couples can incorporate to make their Vegas wedding stand out? I say make the day of it. We can assist with all the other amenities. The wedding is your core, but what are you doing before it? Are you having hair and makeup done? What are you doing after it? We have this product called a photo tour. Are we going to assist you in going to a restaurant, to a show, to an attraction? Again, experience the city. And now that that besides the wedding component in the middle of the day, which is why you're here most of the time if you're coming for a wedding, but let's give you the whole day experience. We have this amazing decor team that will decorate the room afterwards. One of the partners will surprise the other one. Just married. says just married. Balloons, roses, that type of thing. So you can make it as big or as small as you want and add as many things as you like. And again, just like the restaurants, we have so many attractions. We have so many amazing shows. Let's start with hair and makeup. Let's do the ceremony. Let's get you picked up by limo for the ceremony. After the ceremony, let's go to a photo tour. And what is a photo tour? It's stopping at iconic locations with your professional photographer. Everybody wants the Vegas sign, which is on the National Historic Registry, which a lot of people don't know. Stop at other beautiful backdrops. Then let's say we drop you at a dinner. And then maybe after the dinner, we pick you up. Now you're going to see Oh, and after that, we pick you up. You have transportation all along the way, take you back to your hotel. So your day has, it's been an experience. And that I think is really key. Weddings now are an experience. People want to have experiences as opposed to just one thing and and done. So then I have to ask you, a lot of people don't realize 45 minutes north of Las Vegas is a (laughs) ski resort. Have you ever taken anybody on their wedding day to go up skiing? Oh my, so ski resort. I love it up there. You know, we had, they had some bad things up there with the weather washed everything. They just reopening. As a matter of fact, we had some clients for Lee Canyon, which we could not take them up there because of the roads. But it's a beautiful place. We have done weddings up there. There's a place, a retreat where you actually can dine after the ceremony. That would be when I got the call, 
if somebody was a mountain person, that's what I would suggest, especially in the spring. It's so beautiful. It's crisp. It's green. It's just a beautiful place. So yeah, we have been to Mount Charleston. Love it. Beyond the ceremony, what are some recommendations for couples and their guests to enjoy Las Vegas? I know you mentioned some. Anybody can pull up a list of 10 things to do in Las Vegas, but from a local's perspective, what are some unique things that you have to say? Couples, try this out. Well, I have to say one of them that's always, a few of them are on that list, which is the conservatory at the Bellagio. It's just a beautiful, just a beautiful thing to see. And every season it's different. If you want a beautiful view, I would say the high roller at night, not in the day. Uh, a helicopter strip trip at night is beautiful. Fremont, you got to see the Viva Vision on the canopy. It's just, you can't describe it. When you say that, I want to interject. We will actually, we have this cool product where we'll do proposals and the couple, well, one of the person in the couple, because the other doesn't know, will give us their photo and it's projected on the Viva Vision at Fremont. And now you're walking with a photo tour and at X time you're standing here, you look up and your photo is up above your head and says, will you marry me? Can you imagine that is amazing for even a wedding though? A wedding couple. They could it could be a surprise. Fremont Street, you gotta see Fremont Street is totally different than the strip. And then we have a tremendous amount of speakeasies in this town. And they keep coming and they keep coming. If you're into that, I would definitely say that's something that you should see. And we do have a specialized tour for that, but a lot of people don't realize how many they are. If that's not of interest to you, okay, let's see. We have a lot of history when you're downtown at Fremont for the people that want history. The question you're asking is the same thing I would say to the clients. What is your passion? What things do you like? So that we could give you some tips on what you should see because everybody has a different interest. You know, people want to see scenic, want to go to take a ride to Red Rock, take a ride to Valley Fire Nelson. That all comes into the factor of how much time do they have here? There's so many things to take in consideration in that answer, but that all starts with communication with your client. And I think you start with what you like. If you're into the liquor, like you're saying, the laundry room at the yeah, Commonwealth, it's a really unique place. Sharon and I actually went there and it was, it was fantastic. It's a little pricey for locals, but you know, it was a true experience. And there you just said it, experience, right? One last question. Can you tell anybody any really cool places for a photo op without giving mm-hmm. away the farm? Is there any... That you'd like to share. <laughs> okay, I'll share I'll share one without giving the farm. The Vegas sign we all know, right? And a lot of people don't realize there's a backside of the Vegas sign that says drive carefully, come back soon. Nobody ever realizes and they don't go to the back. So we go to the back. And we go to the front, but right around about diagonal from the sign is a Harley Davidson store. And in front of the Harley Davidson store in huge letters says Las Vegas Harley Davidson. But people want the photo in front of the huge Las Vegas part or just Vegas because they're standing there and the letters are as big as you, as tall as you. So that's a hidden, it's not hidden, but nobody would think of it or nobody knows it's even there. I agree. And then we talked about this before it's, it's out in the open, but the Las Vegas sign that's right in front of the strat too is another great photo. Oh, I'll tell you a secret about that one. All right. So when you're on Las Vegas Boulevard and you're going North and you're approaching that sign, which is right in front of the strat to your right, There is a small concrete plateau that was built. It's a platform. If you pull in over there to the right and you stand on the platform, it was built to stand there and get a great photo of that sign. Most people don't know that platform exists there. You heard it here. There's your tip. (laughs) Just to close things out, how can people contact you and find you? Sure. So please contact me at www.lvweddingconnection.com. You can email me direct. 
Joni, J-O-N-I, at lvweddingconnection.com. We'd love to assist you with your Vegas experience. Thank you so much, Joni, for being on the show today. I, I love talking Vegas weddings. And, and like you said, you can have anything that you want here to get married in Las Vegas. Absolutely. I thank you, Matt. And I thank you for having me on the show. It's been such a pleasure. And it's such a pleasure knowing each other for such a long time. We have a lot of history. Yes. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Stay tuned for next week for another Wedding Pro interview. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Wedding Songs Podcast. Never miss a future episode. Subscribe today to our podcast. Follow us on Facebook at My Wedding Songs and send us a message about playlists you would like covered.